Welcome to the Tales from the Crypt podcast. We are an actual play podcast featuring a revolving cast of players making our way through micro RPGs, highly narrative tabletop games, and the more popular and less known RPG systems from a wide variety of genres. Content may not be suitable for children, and content warnings can be found in the description. I'm Riley Groves, and I'll be your host, your guide, your GM on this episode of Tales from the Crypt. Previously on Tales from the Crit. You managed to knock apart one of his arms, but it made like kind of a blade of coral, yeah. and he comes up and jabs you right in the side. Oh, hello there. Oh, hello, friend. Good to see you again. Again? I do not believe we have met. Really? Yes. I would remember. I'm, I would. I'm, I'm willing to offer you double for your pants. I'm going to go up to one of the suits of armor and open the little, like, visor thing and see if anyone's in there. <laughs> As you open up its visor, this suit of armor immediately lunges forward, swiping its sword at your side. Skinny runs in and forgets about the skeleton bones on the floor and slips and shatters into a bunch of bone pieces. You guys get back to the archipelago. It's nighttime now. And uh, you, got, you guys make it back, leading these mostly invisible goats. And like a herd of other animals along with you. Welcome back to Tales from the Crypt. We are continuing our quest playthrough, and I have returning to the table Rebecca. Hey. Derek. Hello. And Connor. Hello. Before we get into the episode, let's take a moment to get to know each other just a little bit better. We're going to use our pod deck interview deck to give us a question and today's question is what's your guilty pleasure what's your pg-13 guilty pleasure <laughs> i don't know first um i would have to say mine is like italian pastry dessert things mm. like uh eclairs yeah eclairs and like cannolis cannolis oh, um, are good. the lemon and raspberry tart mm. fillings yeah that sort of thing awesome uh, my guilty pleasure would probably be musicals. I get really into them, and they take up a lot of my time, so i got to be careful when I watch them. You do jump into that genre of music pretty pretty yeah. hard after yeah. you listen to them. Head first into it, yeah. Not, nice. Connor, what about you? Uh, for me, I would definitely have to go with desserts again, uh, particularly milkshakes from Stewart's. Mm. Um, it's just hard from, you know, driving there all over the place. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stop and get a milkshake, and they never make it home, you know. <laughs> My favorite one right now is the peanut butter pandemonium. So we we have some right them. now in the fr- freezer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was voted one of the best ice creams in like the state recently. I believe how could, that. Yeah, how could it not be? It's it's delicious. Um, I was gonna go the dessert route too with cheesecake because I can't help it and I'm diabetic, so it's a really not great thing. Mine's probably chicken wings though. If offered chicken wings three meals in a row, I will eat chicken wings three meals in a row. He can't even watch Hot Ones unless he has wings. That's <laughs> true. Otherwise, I, I would have canceled today if I watched it this morning. But like, guys, I'm sorry. I have things to do. 
really unfortunate. Uh-uh. All right, so let's get in back into the game. Job or Connor, whoever wants to deliver the recap from last week's episode, why don't you get us up to speed? Okay. Um, so last week our adventurers had a nice walk to a lake that they had to canoe across, and during the transversing of the lake we had a difficult battle with some coral monsters, and after vanquishing them we got to the mountain and hiked up that, encountering a strange hiker who gave us some good directions, we thought, and uh, after the compass went a little crazy, following this hiker's directions led us to a not-so-friendly territory where we got into a battle with a, like, uh, elemental storm, and uh, we decided to turn around at that point, and we came upon the hiker again, which was very confusing, <laughs> only to realize that it was a twin, and he told us his brother is a liar, so getting some better directions from him, we went the other direction and found ourselves at a tower. We had a pretty difficult battle with some empty suits, followed up with a boss battle against the blood jelly. Um, after we vanquished the blood jelly, we did find a little treasure chest with part of a broken sword inside. And after that, we went back out to return to our search for the mystical invisible goats. Uh, Nert was able to fill his pockets with some nice herbs from the mountainside. And as we were just walking around looking for the goats, he felt a little nibble and his pocket was opened. And he reached back and gave the invisible goat a little scratch on the head. Awesome. So why don't we go around? Everybody recover up to 10 HP. So max out on your HP and recover the standard five AP, but everybody recovered two more as well because you guys did such a great job last time. Oh, excellent. That'd be very helpful. Yeah. And everybody pick an additional ability as well. What are you going to pick? Um, I'm going to pick the misdirection skill over there where I can, you know, if I'm being in a conflict with an adversary, I can be like, oh, hey, look, over there. And direct their attention to somebody else to attack. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Seems like it'll hopefully be pretty useful. It probably will be. Nert, what about you? I am going to take uh, Lawbringer. You raise your hand to the sky and summon a specter- spectral warhammer into your grip. The hammer is a one-handed weapon Psst. that... You already have Lawbringer. Oh. You used it last time. Oh. I thought that was the one I just chose. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you swung wildly at an ocean crustacean or some shit. That's right. It missed, and then it stabbed you. All right. Sorry. Other note, I did fuck up. I told you you should have one poison dart left, but you shouldn't, so you should no. okay. take care of those. Yeah, I forgot you stabbed one into him after he had got attacked by the lock willy. Hero. Got it. All right. I'm going to take Oblation. For 3 AP, you place your hands on a creature, uttering a loving word or phrase. The creature instantly recovers six hit points and wakes up if they are unconscious. Or you may choose to cast the spell with no AP cost by transferring your own hit points into the creature. The creature recovers as many hit points as you are willing to give up. Awesome. Nice. A healing spell could come in handy. Absolutely. And what's Skinny taken? I picked Under the Dueling Path, Overpower. For 1 AP, you can use your strength to overpower a commoner or minion within reach. I cannot use this ability on bosses. Describe how you overpower them. You put the target in a compromised position until they can spend a turn getting out of it. During this time, basic attacks hit for double damage. All right. Fantastic. Okay. And after a moment, the envoy removes his hands from this chaos goat's head, looks at 
each one of you and says, Well, we have the pathway. I never thought that it would be where it is, but it makes sense. Now the only task is to get my cosmic cruiser back. Y'all said you could take care of that for me. Of course. We'd love to. That's excellent. So I guess my plan is we'll travel all to the rift together. And you guys can take care of the pirates that are there. In a non-violent way. Remember. Non-violent. Non-violent. While you were traveling with me, we must be emissaries of passivity. Okay, we can try that. Well, I'll do my best. I do like fighting things, but I I will restrain myself. I hope you do, because if any violence happens upon these lads, I don't know that I could take you further. It'd be against my internal resolve. But we wouldn't want to put you in that situation. No, and I wouldn't want to leave you in the rift either. That'd be a bad place to be. Oh, it yeah. doesn't sound like a great place to be, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so what do you say? We ready to give this thing a go? Well, I think so. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's get out of here. Well, all right then. And with a clap of his hands, he does his three weird newt-like fingers move in mysterious ways. And he opens a portal for y'all to step into. And uh, does everybody go through? Yeah. Yeah. Step through. Okay. You guys are instantly transported to an entirely new plane of existence to to all of you. I don't think any of you have had any uh, interplanar travel yet, right? Not that I know. Do not believe so. Okay. And amid this cosmic swirl that has portals going to all different places you don't even know where there's like a small looks like a harbor but it's floating in space and sitting in front of you is a large uh ship like well it looks like a pirate ship not a pirate ship it looks like a ship and the envoy goes well there she is there's my cosmic cruiser that'll take us anywhere we want to go now i'll wait here y'all go get the pirates off of it for me if you don't mind Perhaps we should make a plan. I think that's a good idea, especially if we're trying to keep it nonviolent. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I will spend three AP to use plan, which is probably a mistake to use so much AP right now, but it is what it is. Isn't that for fighting, though? I was going to say, isn't your plan ability like let us strike first? Well, I guess the ability to use two rounds of combat. Does anybody have mind control? (laughs) I didn't take anything from mind control, I have bamboozle. Which I think lets me like confuse people. You could bamboozle them like, hey, over there, you're needed. <laughs> but I don't think that's how the over there ability works. <laughs> I am not particularly helpful with these stealth missions. I am much more of an outright fighter. I, I am definitely not a diplomat. Okay, so I can use magic tricks and mesmerize to make them like occupied and not observant of other things. And then bamboozle can make someone confused about a specific topic. So maybe if we go over there, I can just bamboozle and be like, oh, the boss sent me over and he said you guys got to go over there for some reason. You know, I've heard rumor of a shirt that exists that convinces everyone on a boat that you're the captain. I've heard such rumors. That that would would be be helpful in this scenario. I heard it was lost at sea with a small rat man. Oh, damn. Maybe on our next quest, we should look for that. I was wondering about using uh, Sigil and using the Repel option. Creatures who come near won't move closer to the Sigil and may turn back. 
Perhaps you could put one leg on the boat. Yeah, on the on the dock gate bridge thing from the dock to the boat. I was thinking about putting it on the boat, and then as they move towards the gangplank to leave the boat, I just make another one, make another no. one, make another one, kind of push them like a herding dog. Yeah, smart. Well, let's go get a look at this ship and see what we're dealing with. Is it just one pirate, or is it like a thirty pirates? That'll make a difference for us, I think. Mm, yes. Certainly in the uh, non-violent way, if it's less pirates. Definitely. How big is this boat? Would we know, like, how many crew would be on there? I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good-sized boat. There's It's less of a boat and more of, like, a spaceship that looks like a boat. So, like, maybe a hundred pirates? No, not that many pirates. Okay. If full capacity, would probably be 20-something. Oh, well, all right. That's reasonable. What does the dock area around it look like? Um, like, pretty much like a shipyard. There's maybe some other cosmic cruisers hanging out. Um, More of a public space, less of a privately owned pirate dock. It's not a, yeah, it's not a privately owned pirate dock. It it is more of a, maybe somebody pays a lot of money to, like, keep things here. Mm Because it seems like a pretty crazy place to have, you know, a dock, so to speak. Is the Um, dock just, like, floating in space? Yes. Absolutely. Like, the, the colors around you are, are magnificent as well as terrifying as you look around into all different areas of the Omniverse. Well, it is beautiful here, but I am slightly terrified. <laughs> How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling kind of sick. That portal ride was something I've never experienced before. <laughs> I'm just not really looking up very much. Well, that's smart. That's smart. Maybe don't look down either. I was going to say it looks the same whichever way you look. <laughs> I'm just kind of looking at the ground we're walking on. <laughs> Or what I assume is ground. Are we, we're not there is floating. no ground. We're floating. The dock is floating. Okay. You're not floating. You're standing on a floating dock. At least okay. you think it's floating. Okay. Because there's not ground underneath it. But there's also not sea underneath it. But I'm like, just like I'm on space. something that can be considered a floor. Hard. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You are on That's a floor. what I'm focusing on. So as you approach the cosmic cruiser, there's no one like on the ship or outside it. You know, there's a gangplank to it that you can you know, use to board. But as you get closer, you do see that there is light coming from some of the quarters and and, um, from the bottom of the ship, and you do hear some sea shanties. You can't really make out the words because you're not that close, or maybe you don't know them. Who knows? This sounds like it's a good time. You know, I am a skeleton. I could run in there and try to spook them out. (laughs) Boogie, boogie, boogie. That is not a terrible idea. Yeah. I can also... Magic tricks is zero AP, so I can like just sh- shoot up some fun sounds and maybe try and draw them out. Oh, you well, make it look like there's smoke coming out of him, out Ooh. of the skeleton. Yeah, I think so. Sounds like a sight gag. I could be like the dread pirate Roberts. I've never no. heard of such a person. <laughs> okay, skinny, come here real quick. I- yes. And on her, on sorry, on his forehead, I put a sigil for repel. Okay. Do you have a specific creature that you're repelling? Oh, yeah, we don't really know what they are yet, do we? No. Okay. You have not seen them yet. So, yeah, I'm going to wait to do that, then. I was just assuming they were human. Probably a bad assumption. As was I, I suppose. We are from a mostly human-based world. But I thought it wouldn't affect you. It would Smoke affect looks you like too. something I can't I know it would, but it would just... <laughs> So, how about I make some, like, you know, popping whistling sounds happen above and around the boat and see if we can draw them out, so we can at least get an idea of what they look like. Well, that's a good idea. All right. So then yeah. I'm going to approach a little bit closer than these guys, but not get really close up on the boat and, uh, you know, do some 
fun hand gestures and shoot little bits of light out of my hand that go up above the boat and just kind of some of them explode some of them make like a really whistling sound and there's lots of like crackly crackly noises so they're fireworks yes Sorry. <laughs> nice um you put on this elaborate fireworks display and you hear the sea shanties immediately end wait i want to just clarify that i am trying to be hidden and they come outside <laughs> okay i'm not just trying to stand out i was in actually the the wondering world. if you and i could sneak onto the boat behind where they come out while he's doing this so we're there in there to spook with the him sigil back to out. spook him mm. like get him from behind to get him from behind that's what <laughs> I'm he sorry. said I'm on board with that just remember non-violence <laughs> yeah let's no, let's stand right outside these these doors here around this little corner yeah sneak in there yeah sounds good yeah great okay so you guys go sneak onto the boat mm-hmm. before the fireworks show and then uh, Job does his magic tricks and you guys hear the sea shanties end abruptly as soon as they you know, recognize that there's something going on outside. And you hear a bit of clambering, quite a bit of commotion, and the doors fly open. And out onto the deck are about a dozen bone kind, shambling, all dressed in pirate clothes. Oh damn, boys! Look over on the dock! Look at that man there putting on a show for us! Hey, fella, what you doing? Oh, hello, guys. I uh, just was going around the dock and saying hi to everybody, just seeing what everybody's doing. How, how are you guys today? I heard you're having a good time there singing songs. We are. We found this new abode, and it's been it's been great. You found a new abode, you say? We sure did. We after talk- we lost our last ship. How did you happen upon this one? Well, I don't quite know. We were dropped off here. It's all spook around. So we uh, we we just walked onto this one. There was nobody home. Oh, excellent! Some little lizard guy was like, "Please get off!" And we were like, "Get out of here, you little nerd!" <laughs> well, and that's... then we didn't leave. Oh, that's fun! Yeah. Do you mind if I join you for come, some merriment? <laughs> come on board. We're always recruiting new members. Okay, excellent. So I come on board, and I can see Skinny and Nerd are hiding on the back of the ship. So then I'm going to bamboozle them all and be like, so who's the captain? Is it this person in the back? And point to Skinny. They look like a captain over there. Well, yes, I am the captain of this ship. Well, oh my God, I thought I was the captain of this ship. No, Have sir. I been mistaken this entire time? I have been captain of this ship for as long as we have had it. I don't even recognize you. Maybe I suffer from the common... Illness called face blindness. I've heard that's common in the bone kind, but that person over there clearly looks much more captainly than you do. Yes, sir. Well, he doesn't have a captain hat or a captain jacket. He's dressed not like a pirate at all. Did you forget your pirate clothes? Well, yes, I did. I, I'm I'm not dressed for dinner. I'm gonna yet. step out from behind you, Captain. I just dropped your luggage off down in your in your quarters. Look at this guy. Ain't even got bones yet. Well, he's got bones. Day on the inside. I find that people with muscles can be much quicker at things. You know, they move faster. Well, that's a fair assumption. Well, you seem like you're going to be bone soon, or at least some kind of bone. There's something wrong with you. Anyways, not you. You got all your bones, and you don't look like you're afflicted with much. We could make you into a bone kind if you'd like. Hey, go get get the... Captain, we're gonna get the bone kind dagger. Go, go, no, go ca- get the dagger. No, I'm the captain, and I'm gonna let these people be um, people. 
Oh. Uh, they don't need to join us in a... Is everybody bamboozled or just this guy? I imagine that it specifically targets one person. So you make a nearby creature mildly confused. So if we're not going to say that it can affect all of them, then just this guy, because that'd be a lot of AP. <laughs> the other, like, 11 pirates are looking around. They're like, what What the hell is going on? <laughs> captain Leroy? Who is this guy? I, well, he's the captain. I'm not the captain. Y'all didn't know I wasn't the captain this whole time. Well, Captain, you sure we don't? you don't want to turn him into one of us? He seems like... It'd be better off no, for him. No, they're fine the way they are. But um, we we need to take this boat on a secret private mission. So I'm going to have to ask all of you to uh, step off onto the docks. Well, this is highly irregular. Well, yes, but this is top secret. Anyway, this is my boat, and I am the captain, so I would please like to ask you to kindly leave. Well, gotta go get the supplies. They're over there, down the dock. What kind of supplies? See, only you fellas with the flesh and stuff need supplies. I, I'm good. We don't need much of anything. Well, we're, we're yes. key to the mission, so you've got to go get our supplies. That way we can go, and then once the supplies are depleted, we'll join you as the bone kind. And you're severely lacking in cannonballs and gunpowder. This ship has no weaponry on it at all. Exactly why exactly. we brought some. Why we... Oh, that is... Where do you think we've been all this time? I don't know. I don't know where you came from. I am mildly confused, if not past mildly. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more. All right, fellas, let's let's get the can get where are the cannons at the end of the dock. And I just point as far away as I can see. Well, all right. And the dozen bone kind just shambled down the bridge. Come on, fellas, don't dawdle. We need the cannons. And as they're walking down, you can see him pass the envoy. You're that little weird lizard. Well, we're going to go get some cannons. <laughs> and they step off the boat. And the envoy joins you. Excellent. No harm came to anyone. Indeed, they did seem to want to change a few of you into uh, into them. No, no interest in joining your friend's long life stuff. That's not good. That's not a good sentence. <laughs> no interest in joining your friend in the extra long life. Oh, not not quite at this moment, but... It's not a life you want to lead for very long. Probably not. I know the item that they were speaking of, and in fact, they would have to stab you with it until you died. Oh, yeah, see? Mm. It's yeah, not that, enjoyable. It doesn't sound good. Not great. Yeah, the whole dying part, you know. <laughs> it was interesting what they said about you, though. They didn't want to stab you. Only only Job. Yeah, that was weird. Yes. Well, anyways, let's kick this gangplank off before them bone kind come back and try to take my ship again. Yeah, I'll start untying the ropes. And... Yep, guys are throw off the lines and. Yep. And as you guys do, you notice that like there's probably no reason for this boat to actually be tied down because it doesn't move. There's no waves. There's no tide. It's just chilling. And uh, he gets up to the helm. Well, if you guys experienced any sickness from the teleport spell, you may find this unenjoyable. If that's the case, is there a place I can sit down first? And he, like, pulls <laughs> a lever, and, um, you know, some masts begin to pick up this interdimensional air, even though there's no real air or wind or breeze or anything like that. Skinny's bones fly apart all over the place. <laughs> and you guys take off, and um, it's at a pretty miraculous speed, and you guys are going through portals, and things are coming in and out of focus as you move closer to some planets and further away and through different celestial bodies and suddenly it slows down in an instant 
and the envoy says, Just a moment, I need to observe this. As you look over, there's a large red planet off to your starboard side, and behind it, a giant rift opens, and you see a jellyfish-like creature, larger than the planet, coming out, and its head piece opens wide into a set of jaws, and it just completely devours the planet. And the envoy says, Well, that's all I needed to see. And he pushes it back into hyperspeed or whatever you want to call it. And you continue to travel through the Omniverse. But just as suddenly as you took off, you stop again. And the envoy looks around and says, Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. There's no ladies here. I didn't want to assume. Oh. (laughs) Your anatomy is awfully hard to understand. Oh, well, I am a gentleman, but... Understood, I apologize. Well, there it is. And in front of you, you see a large cone-shaped structure. It's metallic, it's unnatural, and it's kind of hiding next to an unknown moon. Unknown to you guys, anyways, because... It's all unknown to us. It's all unknown (laughs) to you guys. And the envoy says, well, we have made it. For uh, all my information, this is the Soul Collector's cosmic zoo do you have any helpful information about what what we can expect in there well she owns lots of creatures she likes to auction off some that she gets duplicates of or gets tired of so maybe some patrons probably a lot of guards as she's got a lot of enemies i think this might be another stealth admission maybe we should have brought some of those extra goats tried to sell them to her (laughs) maybe we should have brought some money Perhaps if you wanted to purchase an animal. I do not know. However, this is as much as I need to observe, so I'm going to drop you off at the front door. And the rest, my friends, is up to you. Well, that sounds good, because I think it'd be much more difficult if you came with us in there. (laughs) Yes, probably. My pacifistic ideas don't lend well to search and rescue missions all the time. Well, thank you for the ride. We do appreciate it. You've shown me... So very much. You're welcome. I apologize that we had to uh, watch those billions and billions of people get just eradicated. Yeah, that was terrifying. What was with that? It was. Well, that was a world eater. I thought that was just an empty rock. I didn't know there was life on there. Now I'm sad. Yeah, that's disturbing to know about. I wish we didn't have to see that. Well, before I let you go, I know that was an awful sad. I'm sorry. As a spectator of events here in the Omniverse, I at times have to observe the unpleasant happenings of all planes. But let me leave you with a gift. And he touches each of you, and he casts the relief spell from the doctor's track, curing each and every one of your fear and anxiety of, you know, seeing this world get destroyed and knowing that billions of lives were probably lost when this planet got eaten. So, for the next hour, you guys all feel just about better than you ever have, actually. Oh, I feel great. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, thank you for that. It's crazy I witnessed this tragedy, and I feel great anyway. You probably have a better appreciation of your lives. Well, that makes sense. Well, use the front door. It's going to be a quick y'all get off and I fly away type scenario. My last suggestion 
I wouldn't necessarily knock on the door. Just barge right in. Okay, that's good advice. Well, all right. (laughs) Good luck, and may our paths cross again. I hope they do. You all have been very pleasant. Thank you very much. And he pulls up to the docking port, I guess, of the uh, front door and allows you guys to jump off. As soon as you get off his boat, it takes off through another portal and into a different plane of the Omniverse. Well, I guess how we're getting back is a problem for later. Sounds good. Seems yeah. seems so. I don't know how you guys are breathing, but we're just going to ignore that. Well, I'm a skeleton, so I'm good. You're good. There's a micro-atmosphere here that is yeah, pleasant. Yeah, natu- <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Right? And you can actually you can feel the cosmic zoo spinning so it does have its own form of gravity keeping you held down as well might be an artificial gravitational force inside you don't know physics aren't that important at the moment so not to you guys anyways um can i use this time to fix that blade with the kiln gauze yeah yeah all right i do that Okay, so you, you put the hilt that you bought from the trader and the, the very strange-looking blade together, and you wrap it in the kiln gauze, and it instantly fuses into a proper sword. Well, this is a lovely weapon. As it does, and you pick it up, it lets out this weird wheeze. <laughs> you know, like, okay. Huh. The blade's really strange. It curves in many different directions. Like a knife Jafar yeah, would have or something, saying. you know, yep. um, from one of those Disney movies. Very squiggly blade. Yes, it's very mm-hmm. squiggly. But you you have yourself a sword. Well, this is this is something spectacular. I can't believe that came out of those two pieces of junk that you found. I was amazed when you bought that broken blade from the trader. Well, you never know. You might as well just buy some trash every once in a while. One man's trash is another man's brand new squiggly sword. I'll have to keep that in mind. Everything here is pretty mechanical looking. It's, it's quite advanced, much more so than any of you guys are really familiar with. How would you guys like to get into this place? He did tell us, did which was kind of weird for a pacifist, not to knock and just to just bust just in. blast our way in. Yeah. So should we use this opportunity to make a plan? Because it seems like we might be attacking people. I feel like we should find out. Should we wait? I we'll like wait. We st- I feel like we should sneak in. I'm just antsy for, for some battle. I mean, I don't even see any windows. It's just a big, crazy spire to me. I don't even see where we would knock for the door. Do you want to just kind of creep in? Well, yeah. if we don't see a door, how are we going to creep in? We gonna do we see a door? You do see it. Closer. You do see, you know, an opening that looks like it, okay. it's, it's a door. Well, yeah, let's just head in. Yeah, I guess we'll just go in then. We can head in quietly, secretly for now. You may, you should stay in the back. You're not quite as quiet. You're right. I'm not quiet and I'm answering for a fight. (laughs) I'll stay in the back quietly. As you guys approach the door, it automatically opens. Standing in front of you are two armed guards. They are strange creatures. They're yellow. They don't seem to have eyes. Their heads are large, kind of triangular. They have beaks. Several fingers. Are there eyes? There are no eyes on it that you can see. So you're not exactly sure how they are able to locate you. Um, But they do so. Everybody roll for initiative. Twelve. Twenty. Thirteen. Okay. 
Nert, seems like you're the first one ready to fight. What are you going to do? Uh, I reach my hand up towards the sky and call out and summon Lawbringer into my hand. Okay. A burst of lightning. Nice. Are you going to make an attack? Yeah, I'll run towards whichever one is closest to me and make an attack. That was a 16. Nice. 16 is definitely a hit. So you come in and you smash one of these guards with your hammer. And he instantly reels backwards. Uh, it was a, a good hit, doing three three damage. However, it is his turn. And each of them have a spear that it looks pretty rudimentary. It's, it's not too advanced. But the head of the spear itself looks kind of like it's got a fish hook section to it. And the other side is serrated. And he stabs it right into you, um, doing three damage. Which would deplete your shield, correct? Yeah, shield's gone. Okay. Skinny, it is now your turn. Well, Skinny's immediately excited that this is no longer a stealth moment right here. So Skinny runs up from the back with my brand new sword, and I'm going to wild attack. I rolled a 15, so that does double damage with whatever my squiggly sword does. Okay, and which one were you attacking? The same one that Nerd attacked, or... The fresh one. The one that was attacking Nert, didn't he deplete his shield? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to attack that one. Okay, so that would do four damage overall. And as you swing this sword for the first time, making contact with that creature that just attacked Nert, it lets out a wheeze as you strike the killing blow. And as it begins to fall, its body begins to morph and shrink and... It looks really gross for a moment until the creature turns into a chicken instead. And standing in front of you is just a common chicken. Well, that was unexpected and exciting. As you kind of like loosen your grip a little on the sword, it lets out another squeaky wheeze. Awesome. I'm going to spin around and prepare for my next turn. What was that? (laughs) Just turned him into a chicken. Yeah, this sword is incredible. The other guard uh, roars with anger, seeing you... He doesn't know what the fuck actually just happened. And Skinny, he jumps at you. He's got the same spear that he attacked Nerd at. However, he rolls a 9, so... So I I get my counterattack, then. You do. Uh, When an enemy rolls a 10 or worse on a basic attack, you parry and take no damage. Okay. So you, in fact, parry and take no damage. And that would be Job. Um, after seeing Nert get hooked with this crazy spear, I stop for a minute. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get that close. And um, can I use splitting image and still make an attack, or does that take my turn up? Yeah, we, I've been letting you guys cast okay. yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to cast splitting image and disappear briefly and reappear with two clones. Uh, and then I'm going to pull out my bow and loose an arrow at the non-chicken that they're encountering right now. Okay. Good choice. For a 19. A 19 is definitely a successful hit. Yeah, and your bow is just a regular This is just a regular bow. Okay. So you loose an arrow into the last guard, or the the last standing guard, sinking it kind of into his side as he's fighting both Skinny and, and Nert now standing at the back so uh you draw his attention now that he knows that there are three people 
here. He's uh, extra riled up, but he is not any less in the fight at this moment. Nerd, back to you. I'm going to make another swing with Lovebringer and uh, hit this guy. Not the chicken, the other guy. Uh, it was a 14. Looked okay. Remarkably like an 11. <laughs> Both are successes. Yes. Um, so you smash your spectral lightning hammer into this creature, and you send him to his knee, and he's trying to use his spear to stand back up, and he lets out kind of like this whimpery roar. He doesn't have any facial features, just this, like, beak, and so it's very hard to tell what he actually is trying to convey emotionally. Skinny. Well, Skinny's immediately going to attack with this squiggly sword again. For a 17. I will say I also used wild attack, so that'll do double damage again. And as you would land what would be the killing blow on this uh, creature, instead you also see its body begin to morph and its bones begin to shrink, and it collapses into another chicken. And now there are two chickens standing at the front gate. It's kind of like a foyer, actually. Are the chickens behaving in a hostile manner? They're behaving like chickens. They're they are they're not they're out of the fight, so they are no longer okay. trying to attack you guys. So it's not like Zelda where the chickens just <laughs> go nuts. No. Cool. Good. No. Good. I mean we haven't attacked them yet, so I don't want to find out. <laughs> without, well yeah. <clears throat> without hurting them we should uh confine them somehow. I will say, if you move further into the foyer where these two guards were guarding, mm-hmm. essentially, there are there's a door on each side of the room that you would walk into. And if you go into that foyer, the doors will close behind you. So the chickens could there. be, yeah, the chickens They'll could be, be okay. contained. Okay. Well, shall we press on? We could continue with our stealth, and I don't think anybody's noticed this very strange battle that just happened. It didn't look like the chickens raised any alarms. <laughs> no, let's, let's press on. I'll stay in the back. Okay. Are you taking the right path or the left path? My vote is for the left I don't have a vote. Well, I usually head right, but I will take your lead on this one, Job. Why not? Okay. okay. Since Nurt isn't really decisive, I'm going to be like, all right, we're choosing the left-hand door and cautiously approach it. I don't have my arm out to open it because the first one just opened automatically, mm. so I'm just cautiously walking towards it, like, am I going to run into it? It's like when you go to the mm-hmm. store and it, the doors take forever to open, and you're like, is this going to be awkward when I walk into them? Mm-hmm. So as you walk towards that door, it does open as well just a great service yeah and you guys are presented with a room that is amazingly larger than it seems like it should be like it is it is extra dimensionally huge almost as it looks like an entire jungle fit inside this room and and you're like there's no way that this could possibly happen because it looks bigger than the outside of the ship guys it's bigger on the inside over here well this is a jungle i mean he did say we were coming to some sort of cosmic zoo what if it's one of those like you know free range zoos where well that could be do you think the different doors are different like climates that maybe we haven't been attacked immediately upon opening this one we could check the other one well let's look around here i guess why not and see what's going on it is a zoo after all i'd like to see some strange animals Saw some chickens back there. <laughs> yes, I did. It's a good welcoming animal. It is. All right, let's uh, cautiously enter into this jungle room. 
you guys make your way in and the floor the floor feels pretty squishy like it's not super hard feeling which which is a little uncomfortable at first but as you continue to walk you seem to be almost making no progress as you walk through this jungle it's you're passing things you, you know the the scenery is going by and yet you don't feel like you've moved significantly further into this jungle than you had, you know, when you first entered, for the most part. Um, can I look behind me and see if the door is still right there? You can. Is it? You cannot see the door. Oh. This is an interesting place to be. Yeah, as we're walking, I'm going to say, this, this is an odd floor, and I'm going to bounce a little bit and see if it... It kind of reacts. Spring back. It kind of reacts. Not. It doesn't send you like jumping or anything, but it does feel like it's not a solid floor. More like a mat, less like a trampoline. Yeah. It doesn't seem like we're making much progress. Should we change direction? I mean, I can't see the door, but also I don't feel like we've gone anywhere. Yeah, perhaps we shall turn back and try to get back to the door. I don't. Can I like roll to investigate and see if there's like animals in here that we just don't notice yeah sure 14 now if you're looking back towards where you came or where you think you came from behind you further into this room you do hear like a slimy scuffling noise mixed with some mechanical like beeping gentlemen i only hear some slimy sounds which don't make me think of cats (laughs) do you think we should I don't know, just kind of make a run for the door. We could get some exercise in and start running. I don't know where we're going. I don't know if running's a good idea. Most predators chase things that run. It's a good idea not to run, then. I say we... If only we brought one of those chickens with us. (laughs) That would have been helpful. Mm. Smart thinking. What if you uh, stab the floor? Or, like, try and cut it open? You'd bounce on it. Does it seem earthen underneath? It it gives it no. It's like it doesn't a bog, seem solid. Kinda. I'm gonna take my sword and just try and like you know poke a little hole or like see if I can just get a better idea of what's going on underneath us by you know either trying to depending on how it feels when I poke it with the sword if it feels like I can just like stab it into the the ground gently I'll do that if not I'm gonna try and like slice or like dig out like use it as like a, a hoe or something to scratch okay. into the the ground. Yeah, give me a roll. All right. Eight. And you're just using your short sword? Just my short sword, yes. Okay. You stab into into this floor, and, like, it's it's not dirt, right? And you make a hole. You, you feel like you can keep going. However, it feels like there's something mechanical in nature below your sword. So you can keep digging to look, but you're not sure what that'll do overall to your sword or even to you if you keep stabbing through the integral structures of this of this room well guys in addition to being bouncy this floor is very weird it feels almost like i'm stabbing through one of the really crappy mattresses that we had back home but also that there's like something else underneath it that i'm unfamiliar with and my sword does not does not seem like it wants to keep going Well, perhaps all this is fabricated climate stuff, you know? Like the robots are creating it. That could be. I mean, there's a soul collector or something here. Yes. Does anybody have rope or anything by chance? 
Well, I have the handy haversack, so we could use one of these blocks as rope. That's right. I feel like we're not making any progress. Can we try and tie that off to something and see what happens when we walk away from it? Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to, um, like you do when you're a kid with Play-Doh, I'm going to like rub my hands together and make it into a little snake shape, and then it's going to be a rope. Okay. And what do you do with that? Are there trees in this jungle? Yeah. Like small enough trees that we could tie it around? Just try and tie the rope around the tree and hold on to the loose end of it as I walk away until I get to the end of it. Okay. Probably like 15 feet. Yeah, so you guys turn around and walk perceivably deeper into this room? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Holding on to the rope, you know, as you get to the end, you turn around and as you're walking, you see that the tree that you tied it off to kind of like hits a wall. And then as you take a few more steps, it just like mashes down into the floor out of view and the rope like slips from your hand as it does. And as you're looking, you notice that all the other plant life and everything that was kind of at the same level as the tree or uh, same space as the tree or, you know, same latitude, longitude, same whatever of the tree, like it gets sucked down as well. I do believe we're being deceived. Yes, this place is terrifying. I don't know how we're going to get out of here. Definitely looks that way. What happens when we all walk in a separate direction? Oh, I don't... Should we try to find out? I mean, it seems like a good idea, but also very frightening. Maybe one of us will... Maybe it'll trick it, and one of us will actually reach a wall. That is... Okay. The hope. I'm willing to try. Should we all walk separate directions, or should one of us stay in the middle, and the other two walk opposite directions from them? I'm going to stab my sword into the ground in between the three of us, and then be like, just walk away. Just turn and walk. (laughs) Okay. Sure. Okay. Who's walking which direction? Just ten paces. I was just going to try and, like a peace sign, try and walk each one of us in a separate direction to see if it confuses whatever floor we are on. Gosh, I am terrified of this. Okay, everybody make a roll. Oh, God. Eight. One, I ripped a hole in reality. (laughs) (laughs) Nineteen. Okay. As you all decide to go different directions and move into this jungle in kind of different ways. The floor does seem like it's not moving like it was before. Derek, from behind you, you hear this, like, sloshing mixed with some beeping. And then finally you hear subject 3,492 cataloged. Do we all hear that? Guys, I think we're part of the zoo. Only hears that at the moment. I I turn my head back and yell. I think we're... The guys, I think we're part of the zoo. And moments after you yell that, you hear like a mechanical noise of something like switching. Do you turn around? To the sound? Towards the sound? Towards the sound. Yes, towards the sound. Okay. In front of you is this very strange looking creature. It doesn't have feet. It's got like tentacles, but they're short and fat. It's wearing a coat. It has a knapsack. And where it should have a head is more like a mechanical helmet with some rotating eyepieces staring at you. Guys, come here real quick. Do we hear his shouts? Yeah, can we like, can we go back to him? Can we see him or hear him? Yeah, you guys can can run towards him. Oh yeah, I will run back to the group immediately. Okay. Likewise. I'm going to use compel truth on this thing. Okay. Uh, 
My eyes glow like blue flames as you look into the eyes of a nearby creature. I'm looking into its telescope eyes, its eyes, <laughs> yeah. which is the lenses, and uh, nearby creature, and grip their mind. Okay. Oh, that's terrible. The target. I rolled a five, and it, it says that the target resists my my invasion and senses you are trying to manipulate them. No, what's going on with this thing? I don't know, but um. I sense that you are trying to manipulate me. Oh, but you're making it worse. Is that what's going on? Yep, I was just trying to see if I could ask it questions truthfully. Oh. What are you? I am a surrogate. Sounds interesting. A surrogate of what? Creature number 3796, cataloged. We're looking for the cat exhibit. Could you direct us there? Cat exhibit. I am unsure of the cat exhibit. I have been in the world exhibit for quite some time. Which world? All worlds. Can you show us that exhibit? Well, we can change the world by moving. Oh. Does that change the world or just your position in it? Unknown. Well, lead on. I have been here for quite some time. All you need to do is head in the same direction. I will show you. And he begins to move further into this room, so to speak. Yeah, I'm going to grab my sword and follow him. Okay. And you guys walk for quite a bit longer before in front of you, instead of jungle, you begin to walk on snowy ground. See, we are now in a different world. Is it actually cold? It does get colder, yes. Where would the felines be in this world? Felines... Creatures number 2,433 and 2,444. In this world, I have not seen any, not many creatures come through here anymore. Well... It is just me. Could you take us to the world of Concipian? I do not believe that this room actually has different worlds in it, just different environments. I could use to get out of here. We could help you get out of here if you could help us find what we're looking for. I can help. Perfect. Can you help us find the door? Find the door. That's been my trouble for a long time now. Mm. You see, every time I move, the floor moves too. I am not as dumb as the Soul Collector believes me to be. So you know where to find the Soul Collector? Yes. Before they put me in here, I moved through all the floors. Why did they put you in here? They found me annoying. Mm. Oh. That's rude. Yes. How many floors are there? Many floors. Many floors. If you're looking for the cats, I do not know specifically what floor they would be on. However, I know what floor the soul collector is on. You could bypass many floors by using the elevator. Well, the elevator. Now you're talking. Yes, I am talking. Well, this is a great place to be. I do not believe that this is a great place to be. I have been here for I don't even know how long anymore. I understand completely. Yes, I'm sure you do. We'll help free it, but we gotta figure out how to get out of here. No, Joe, what are you thinking about all this? I'm thinking we have to get out of here in some way, shape, or form, and it would be nice to do it with Ripley and uh, if this thing wants to help more than fine with leaving with it too so it says it hasn't been able to find the door in quite some time either i feel like we might have been making progress with the going opposite directions 
Do you have any friends in here, or are you all alone for all these years? I have been alone. Are you... there, and you haven't seen any other creatures in a while? No, I've mostly been making maps of the area. They are largely unhelpful, as it is ever unchanging. Mm. Well, mm. if it's ever unchanging, shouldn't your maps be very useful? No, because this is just a room, and the maps only chart what's in the room. Well, then. It looks bigger than it is. If you actually do hit a wall, you will notice it's mostly screens. Well, perhaps you're right, and we should walk in the different directions again. Yeah, and see if we can each come up against a wall and then feel... Break the illusion. Hopefully. All right. All right, surrogate, that's our plan. We're going to go in opposite directions and try and find a wall. How big do you believe the room to be in actuality? (laughs) The room itself only seems to be approximately 30 meters by 30 meters. Oh, that should be easy enough. That should definitely be easy enough. Yes, you would think. However, that is why they took my partner away. Hmm. That sounds terrible. It's really rough to lose a partner. It is. Anyways, I will go this way. Okay. And he just starts moving. I will go with him. All right, good idea. I'll go this way. I will go with Skinny. He turns and looks at you, Joe, because I thought we were all going different directions. Well, you made the room sound like it's not awfully large, and if we both go opposite directions, eventually... We should hit something, right? We should. Here, follow me. Watch out for my slime trail. I will watch out for your slime trail. I just noticed that. Hopefully I didn't already step in it. If you did, it is of no consequence. Oh, that's good. Anyways, let us go. We should reach it momentarily. How are you so confident that we'll reach it momentarily? I feel like you just said you haven't reached it in years. (laughs) I haven't, but I don't believe they've made significant improvements on the overall layout of the room since the last time I touched the wall. What happened last time you touched the wall? They took my partner away. Hmm. And by they you mean the soul collector? Maybe not her. Maybe her friends, minions, people. People that work for her. I don't know. They never talked. I have not talked to anybody in a long time. That is evident. (laughs) Alright, well let's continue. (laughs) With you guys moving two different directions, the floor does not move. And you both, or you all, reach opposite walls pretty quickly. As soon as we get to the wall, I'm going to take my hammer and smash the wall. Okay, roll. 19. Nothing happens. I don't break it, I don't dent it, I don't scratch it, nothing. Nope. Damn it. Well, that was strange. I expected something to happen. That's a pretty solid wall. So, we're at the wall. I'm going to keep my one hand on it and just start moving along the wall. To the left. Yes, I will do the same. Is the left the way we came? What we think would be towards the door? I'm completely disoriented and cannot have any fathomable idea. I was hoping you would not be (laughs) as confused as I am. When we hit the wall, I'm going to go the opposite direction that Skinny's going in. Oh, that's a good idea. Keeping my hand along. Okay. Joe, you make a roll for me, and then you two both make rolls as well. Everybody make rolls. This is my. Five. 13. That's a one, my guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a one. Okay. You're the first one to find the door on your wall. You can feel the edge of the door Mm -hmm. on your fingertips. Job, you are completely the wrong direction. You find yourself in a corner, now touching two walls, 
and you hear from behind you the surrogate rolled a 20 thankfully the exact opposite of you said um i believe the door to be over here i have found it well that's good because i found a corner (laughs) equally as important to some but not us you can come back here i will walk the opposite way so the treadmill does not continue oh that's wonderful Mm -hmm. as he moves to the opposite corner that you're in you can move to the door all right is it the same door that nerd has found no you are pretty much the exact opposite side of the room from him okay guys we found a door over here too i don't know what i found but probably nothing yeah, you didn't find anything. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Our voices carry 30 meters? 30 meters is only 90 feet. You okay, definitely yeah, you definitely should far. be able yeah, to. Yeah, that's, oh, right. that's not far. That's the distance between bases on a baseball field, if I'm not oh. mistaken. Perfect. Well, I assume neither of these doors opened automatically when we got to them. No. Have you been able to open your door? I haven't given it a try yet. Well, should we try first over here, or do you want to try first? Try at the same time. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm going to feel around on the door for a knob or a crevice or anything like that. You can feel a crevice. You can feel the outline of the door. Okay. So I'm going to try to push, pull, or slide, whichever way feels like this door is going to open. It feels more like a slide, like we have got to kind of like push yes, it if, over. If you remember when you came into the room, it was a slide door, <laughs> yeah. so at that point. So I don't know if this is the same door I came in or not. (laughs) That's true. Give me a roll. 17. Okay. 17. You get your fingers around the correct edge of this door and you're pulling and you are able to manipulate this door open about halfway. It's giving resistance the entire way. It doesn't shoot open or anything, but you're able to pull pull it open a significant amount. Excellent. Do you want to try your door, Nert? Yeah, well, I'll give it a try. I'm going to feel around and see if I can get my fingers into the the crevice of the door and pull it open. I did not. It's a three. So you get your fingers in there pretty good, but maybe you're trying to slide it the wrong direction. Maybe you're just pulling it closed more. You're not sure, but it's definitely not, not working. Definitely not moving. No. I've got some movement over here on the door, guys. I can I can kind of see through it. Hey, sir, you got anything you can wedge in here or, like, a way to help me kind of slide this door? No. <laughs> well, that's okay. You've been very helpful, so I won't hold it against you. Um, Perhaps your friends could help. Yeah, I'm just going to have to wait here. Guys, I've got this door kind of ajar, but I've run out of strength. I need some help. Skinny, you want to give him a hand? Like, yeah, I'll head over there. You gonna try your door again? Yeah, I'm gonna give All my right. door another try. I'll head over there and try to help help Job. I don't know what I'm doing, but I rolled a ten. I'm not sure why you rolled anything. I at just all. panicked. But as you begin I don't know. To rush across the room, Job, your feet begin to slide backwards from you, like back into the room, and Nert, your feet begin to slide closer to the wall, like an escalator that has reached the top and is trying to like pull you in oh the room's doing that thing again i'm like gripped to the door and my feet are just like sliding away from me i will stop moving i'm just walking backwards with my hand on the the door like holding myself at arm's length until it stops we should move at the same time could you tell your friend my voice does not carry what's going on 
the room is caught up to us, so we need to move at the same time. Oh. All right, so... So I'll on, stop uh, walking. Yep, and then we'll do a count-off. We'll start moving opposite directions. So you're going to walk back towards me? I'm going to pretend to walk, because I'm not letting go of this door. I don't know what'll happen. Okay, I don't... All right, I'm going to start walking. Ready? On three. I will walk towards your friend. Okay. Mm. We will wait for you. <laughs> so, one, two, three. And, and I'll start walking back. Okay. And the surrogate starts walking towards you, meeting in the middle. And then it continues on towards Nert while you continue on towards Job. Okay. Job, can I help you with this door? Yes, I've got it. I've got it almost here. I can almost get my foot kind of in there, but I'm scared to put it there and then have it slam shut. But if you want to try and help me push this door open. Y- yeah, I can certainly try. Uh, my bones are too brittle, sir. I cannot help you very much. I rolled a three. All right. Well, at least you're here. But we still have those two to try and get over to the door somehow. Yes, it seems like we're going to get stuck in the crisscrossing path. I'm going to give my door another try. Okay. No. It was a one. This dice was going really well for a while. You um, your, your door one more try? Yeah, I guess so. What if I try and use my sword to kind of act as a lever? Okay. Let's try see. and wedge the door some more using, you know, leverage. That's a nine. Skinny, do you want to help? Yeah, I also? will help. I, I will not help. Well, your combined score equals a success. So the two of you are able to get this door mostly open. It, there's a large enough hole for any one of you to to get through. All right. Since you're the skinniest, Skinny, why don't you... I'll shimmy through. Shimmy through and see what's on the other side there. All right, I'll shimmy in. And when you go back through the room, you are back in the foyer with the two chickens. <laughs> oh, I'm, at, I'm back at the entrance where we came in here. Oh, perfect. Seeing that, I'm going to take my dagger and do the same thing and stick it in the door and give it one more try to see if I can get this thing open. 16. Okay. Yeah, you are finally able to get some leverage. You try the other side of the door for the first time, Mm -hmm. and you're able to move it open, and you get your hands on it, and you've opened it about halfway. Okay. It's about as wide as you can get it. Hey, guys, I got my side open. Okay, well, our side is back the way we came. Yeah, this is definitely a different room. What do I see in here? The room in front of you is quite dark. Not pitch dark, but quite dark at the moment. And you can hear a low buzzing or humming noise coming from within. Right. Mr. Surrogate, if we are trying to find... I am on the opposite side of the room. He's over with me Oh, yeah, so even if you can hear me, I can't hear his responses. Never mind! Okay. Job, should I shimmy back through? Yeah. What do you think the plan is? I don't know. Maybe you should come back through here. Nurt got their door open, and it's not back to where we came. I don't know which way we want to go, but all I think right. we should all try and be together at some at one of these doors. Yes, definitely. I will head back inside. Well, I was thinking to get you guys over here. I yell this across the thing. Think about getting you guys over here. Can you tie some ropes together, then shoot an arrow? Maybe I could drag you across the room. What if we just stayed along the edge? 
theoretically, oh. shouldn't we be able to get all the way around? No, you'd technically be still going the same direction. It would just start moving this way. Oh, right, because the ground would move underneath us. Yep. So you, as you would walk this way, it would just be coming down. So you'd, you'd eventually get to the corners, but you'd never get to the, the door. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do, like, the opposite walking thing again yeah. to get there. I was thinking if you guys shot in, we could walk in until I got the rope and then walk back out. And then I could pull you because regardless of whether the floor is moving, you'll still be moving over it. Wait, what if we, on the same idea as the arrow with the rope, we just shoot it high up and then we kind of like shimmy it without touching the floor? That's a long stretch for a rope. I didn't know if you'd, like, if it would. I don't know how long the rope will be. I also can't really see the ceiling and see if there's anything we could get the arrow stuck into and... Do like a swing. <laughs> Tarzan swing. it across. The swing wasn't really my <laughs> my thinking process, but Well, I guess let's both try and walk towards each other. So the the two of us will walk towards yeah. the center. And you send the surrogate back to back the center in, yeah. and then we'll all try and get to your door. Well we have to take turns crisscrossing to the door. Actually that would get you a that'd get you three quarters of the way there. Which at that point I think the rope trick might actually work because it'd be a short, it'd be a short. You said there's trees, so at that point it's mm-hmm. not that far. Do your friends know that the entire building is a sphere? It is. Yes. Well, it is cylindrical in shape. Ah, <laughs> the floors are round. Then how did I find a corner, or how did Job find a corner? The room the itself has do. corners. Yeah. But the building itself is is a giant circle. Circle. Uh-huh. Donut. Okay. You're mostly going to count me out on having any fucking idea what is going on <laughs> with this. I don't know what is happening. I think that we should just... Disregard my comment about the room. <laughs> walk walk back towards the... You guys in the surrogate should walk to the center. Because we'll be walking opposite directions even though we're walking towards each other. So Yep. It the floor like... won't move. Uh-huh. And then once we get there, if you continue to walk towards us at that point... We all are. We'll all be very quarters of the way to the door. Yeah. Okay. So do you have rope that you can jam in the door? <laughs> I will hand you some rope, but yeah. That, I think that when you guys get to that point, you should mm-hmm. shoot the rope over, and then I can walk in, and then we'll all leave via the rope. Sounds good. So send send the surrogate back. We'll meet in the middle. And all right. Try and figure it out from there. <laughs> Sounds good. I shoo him into the room again. <laughs> okay. I always like crossing from the Arctic into the jungle, back and forth and back and forth. It is my most favorite climate change. That's good. I mean, Andrew, getting your steps in, so. Yes, I guess. <laughs> I do not step. It's more of a slide. Mm, that's right, with the trail of slime. Yes. Well, I'm going to watch out for that still. <laughs> yes, please do. It arouses me when people step in it. Oh, yep. You could have kept that to yourself, but thank you for letting us know. <laughs> Guys, make sure you watch out for the slime. You don't know what you'll be getting into. I just <laughs> look down at the ground. There's slime all over. I've been standing in it the whole time. <laughs> Gross. Okay, and you guys meet the surrogate in the middle. So now we're theoretically in the middle of the room with half the distance of the room to go to get to so Nerd. About mm-hmm. 45 feet to the door. So, so I think if you guys shoot the rope now, I can tie it off because that's not a far shot. I can tie it off and then we walk. You guys are overthinking it. If the creature has already walked halfway and the floor didn't move, he could just continue walking to the other 
door, and the two oh, of you I thought we were taking him. Oh, with that's us. true, and that door is already open, so he can go out. Oh uh, yeah, that does free him. Okay, I thought we were taking him with us. That's why I was trying to include him. He doesn't have arms anyway, so he wouldn't be able to do the rope trick. Yeah. Okay. So. Him, <laughs> no, that's a good idea. We should let him walk. You guys just cross the room. Mm-hmm. He can leave and take his chickens with him. Well, we don't want the chickens. That's so why he can take them. Oh, he's coming with us, I thought. Not, we tell not, him to climb on our part. ship? <laughs> we don't have a ship out there anymore. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. We don't have a clue how we're getting out of here. Well, we all live, right then. We live here now. This room is giving me quite the headache. It is a quite a doozy to deal with. So what we've decided, friend, is that we've opened the door on that side, and there are some friends for you on the other side to keep you occupied. We're going to go meet our friend over there and continue with our journey looking for... The cats that you said you don't know where they are, right? I do not. They have not come through here. Where do they usually keep the new exhibits? They may be auctioned off. They may be with the soul collector herself. Hopefully not on the top floor. Mm. What exhibit numbers are those again? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> where is the elevator? If you continue through the next room, you should come across another room that would lead you to the ramp to the elevator. Are a lot of the other rooms as tricky to traverse as this one? Many of the zoo floors would be, yes. However, you can bypass them using the elevator. Okay. You're very helpful. You should ask him what's on the top floor. What is on the top floor? The top floor is Exhibit 1495. You do not want to encounter Exhibit 1495. Okay. Any particular reason why we don't want to encounter that particular exhibit? Exhibit number 1495 may send you into your worst nightmare over and over again until there is no way out. Okay. Well, we're just almost getting out of this room, so I definitely don't want to be coming back here. (laughs) Thank you for that information. You are welcome. What floor is the Soul Collector generally found on? Typically, second from top. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, Skinny, do you have any other questions before we part ways for now with our new friend here? No, I think that's all set. Maybe if you meet us out front, we can try to uh, help you get off this planet, or whatever the hell we're on. Um, We don't have a ship, but we could figure that out later. Best of luck to you. I will be out front. The door should be open. There are some chickens out there. If you're hungry and you eat chickens, feel free. Otherwise, you can just play with them. That's fine. I do not eat. I do not play. I only catalog. Okay, well, catalog those chickens. They're they're our contribution to the zoo. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your help. I will not forget it. I believe that. It is in my programming to remember. (laughs) That sounds very difficult. (laughs) Yes. Forgetting is a a blessing sometimes. I never forget. Well, we should probably head on on through here. It was nice meeting you, Mr. Robot Slug thing. That is a rudimentary description. Sorry, Mr. Surrogate. Goodbye, Bones. Goodbye. (laughs) And he slimes away towards the door that you guys entered the room in. Okay. Allowing you guys to make your way over to Nert on the opposite side of the room. Oh, hey, Nert. Hey, guys. It was a lot more difficult to cross this than than it needed to be. Yeah. Yes, we should get out of here. I do not like this room. Well, the path ahead is pretty dark, it looks like. Oh, great. And, um, 
Well, I have dark vision. There... <laughs> Someone always does. I actually don't think I do. Nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> well, the path ahead is pretty dark, and uh, there's some odd sounds coming from up there. So does anybody have a light source? Oh, I have the ability to, to manifest light sources in the form of lighted up magic tricks or little balls of scintillating flame. Can you shoot one that way? And up? Sure. Since magic tricks and scintillate both cost me nothing, I'm just going to send a variety of little colorful balls up in the air. These ones don't whistle or crackle at all. <laughs> they just emit a nice bit of light as they uh, go down the room a little ways. While he's doing that, I'm peering to see what the hell was making noises. Okay. So the room lights up. It is full of tall grasses and some like super large trees. This room also seems like it's bigger on the inside than than it should be. And as your magic tricks and your scintillate spell light up the room, you're looking around intensely and from the top of one of these trees you see two pairs of large glowing red eyes and as soon as you notice them you hear a loud buzz that saws through the silence you said red eyes red eyes yep and uh those of you who have skin when you hear this noise your skin begins to crawl getting the heebie-jeebies guys what's that sound and i just point to the two sets of eyes oh my i don't think those are good things no probably not well they don't feel as friendly as that last thing we encountered so ever since our encounter with the envoy i feel very opposed to just shooting first and asking questions later but the way i feel i feel like we should just attack these that was his last advice was to not knock (laughs) although my problem is is these poor animals don't necessarily want to be here tempted to turn them into chickens but if they're exotic animals i don't want to do that either even thinking back to the first room they didn't exactly attack us first no, so let's maybe just try to head on through quietly. Yeah. Quietly okay. and gracefully make our way through here. Before we move much further, though, I'm going to put my hands on the ground and see if it feels like the other room did. It does not. This one is considerably more stable and, and harder feeling. It doesn't feel like it has the same treadmill-like flooring to it. Okay. This room seems like it will give us less navigational issues. Oh, well, thank goodness mm-hmm. for that. So, uh, everybody roll a d20 to see if you can sneak through this room. Ten. Four. Sixteen. Okay, roll for initiative. Eighteen. Eighteen. Eleven. Where was that the last? Yeah, that would have been helpful. Mm. I just want to get in a fight. Okay, as you guys are sneaking through the room, Joe, you're finding it hard to actually be stealthy. Maybe it's the four glowing red eyes that you can now see iridescently looking at you guys as you're moving through this plains area. But your foot happens to find the nice sharp side of a rock as you step on it. And as you do, you let out a noticeable, like, little yelp. Youch! (laughs) (laughs) And immediately as you do that, the buzzing that you heard intensifies and these eyes fly out of the trees. And... Coming down towards all of you are what could only be described as giant wasps. I hate wasps. Skinny, you notice that you are being set upon pretty quickly, and you get the first move. All right. I would like to use size up. 
I get insightful, a useful insight into the capabilities, strengths, vulnerabilities, and resistances of a creature. Being giant wasps, you know that they have two ways that they can hurt you. Well, three, if you think about how they could fly up in the air with you and then drop you. They also have gigantic mandibles that could rip somebody apart, and they have a huge stinger that could also probably go right through somebody due to the size. They are more vulnerable to fire as they're bugs and probably elemental things as a whole. You know, cold. Bugs don't like cold. Bugs don't like heat. Strengths, probably their giant size and ferocious nature as they are, you know, giant wasps and that's the reputation that they've cultivated is that of a giant wasp. Oh, it's swooping down at me. I'm going to wait until it swoops and try to slice off its stinger. Okay. With my big bastard sword. For a 12. 12 is a good hit. All right. So there are two of them. So do you hit the, the, we'll just say one on the right and one on the left. One on the right. Awesome. Joe, you're up next. Skinny just jumped in to slice off one of the stingers of, of these things before it's able to pounce on you. They're not as fast as you would think they would be. Which is a good thing. I would say. I'm going to launch a scintillate towards the other giant wasp. Okay. Also, I'm going to aim for the face, for the mandibles. All right. Make an attack roll. All right. Scintillate for a 12. 12 hits. And you're able to momentarily have this giant hornet turn away as you spray sparks, fire. What are you, what are you shooting at at this time? Lots of sparks. Okay. Skinny, the one whose tail you, or not tail, whose stinger you lopped off, it like does a big loop coming back at you, and it's able to get you in its mandibles, and it's going to do two damage to you. Oh, okay. And having diverted the other murdered hornet's gaze with your scintillate, it in fact turns and targets Nert. And Nert, this one is going to stab you. Rebuke. Cool. Uh, and that knocks him out of the way doing one damage, correct? Yep. And, uh... It normally says it throws them back or knocks them prone, so I'm wondering if it knocks them out of the, knocks them out of the sky for a second. We're gonna say he stays aloft because he's still pretty healthy. But, but yeah, back. he's right. he's blasted back. All right, and then it's your turn. I am going to use fiery avenger on the sure shot bow and a uh, shoot an arrow at this thing, a flaming arrow at this thing. The same one that you just rebuked, or yeah, nineteen. Ooh, nineteen is a great hit. So. I think it would be a total of three damage, and it would be a fiery arrow, so if that does anything on yeah. top of it. So that's going to do actually an additional point of damage being on fire. Or because it's not resistant to fire. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Skinny, back to you. I'm just going to attack it with uh, the same one that I sliced its stinger off. I'm going to attack it with the squiggly sword Ugh, for an eight. An eight's a tough choice. So you can, you can hit it and do damage. However, it's going to pick you up as you try to stab it and bring you aloft, or you can miss completely. I will miss completely. Joe, it is your turn. All right. I am going to launch another scintillate at the um, the one that just attacked Skinny. Okay. That's a seven. So you can hit the murder hornet, but in doing so, you'll also hit Skinny with your scintillate, or you can miss, but possibly set the entire room ablaze. Hmm. I'm going to miss. <laughs> you like go to target and then you realize that you're going to hit skinny too if you launch this. And so you, at the last minute, aim it somewhere else, which just happens to be into the tall grasses. And you send a fiery bunch of sparks 
into this plains room and well the grasses catch on fire kind of like a uh, forest fire whoops um guys just be mindful of the in- the environment here it's gonna get a little smoky well that don't bother me none <laughs> maybe i should have taken that pirate up on his offer <laughs> it is helpful but it is inconvenient murder hornet that does not have a stinger comes back down doing battle with you skinny and he's gonna grab you with his well i guess he's got a bunch of legs with claws on him mm-hmm. he grabs you and he takes you up into the sky well up to the top of this room you know it's not an infinite sky so, but you are being held you're going to take one damage from all of his little hands or arms grabbing you and you are now up up and away can someone shoot me down from here or something the second one that has been that I just shot rebuked and, and shot is going to come back towards you, Nert, and he's going to fly at you. He faints like it's going to bite you when instead his stinger comes down and stabs you right in the stomach, Oof. doing three HP damage. Oof. And it is your turn. Hmm. I feel like he's too close to shoot with an arrow since he's sticking out of He's me. sticking, yeah. <laughs> but now that he is stung, Nert, does he die? No, these are <laughs> these are not the same as the uh, wasps that we have. Okay. I am going to use Thunderous Word and aim it right at him. Okay. And just blast him backwards for 2 HP. 2 HP. Damage. Yep. Yeah. And after using this, it prevents the target from using a special ability on their next turn. Oh, right on. Dazzle effect. Nice. It's the last sentence on here. Yeah, so you use Thunderous Word, and you blast this thing back out. It sucks as its stinger gets, like, ripped out of your stomach because yeah. it was leaving it in there. Yeah. Um, however, you do knock this thing down to the ground with this Thunderous Word attack. Uh, so it is not flying anymore, mm-hmm. and it did take some damage. And Skinny, back to your turn. Well, I'm up in the air still. Correct. Does Skinny take falling damage being just bones and having no internal organs to get ruptured? Or does he just hit the ground and turn into a scattering of bones again? It's like a xylophone sound. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, and then it would take me like a turn to get back together or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably something like that. Cool. We could let that happen. That's awesome. I want to use overpower, but I don't really know how to do it, considering that I'm in the air. However you want. Yeah, I'm going to like split my bones apart where they meet so that I could slither out of the grasp of it and try to swoop myself up onto its back and slice its wings off. Okay. And you can do that with overpower, can't you? Or do you have to roll? Well, that's not really overpower. Overpower is you use your strength to overpower a commoner or minion. Describe how you overpower them. You put the target in a compromised position until they spend a turn getting out of it. Yeah, so if you want to use that, that cost AP? Yeah, just one. So if you want to use that, you won't have to roll to overpower it, and you can do whatever you need to to take this thing down. Okay. If you're going to just try to strength or, you know, maneuver your way out, you're going to have to roll for it. I'll use the overpower, but don't I have to roll to attack to slice its wings off? That'll be another turn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll get up on its back then and use overpower to get up there. Okay. So are you trying to get it to land? Are you grabbing its wings to stop it from flying or are you just riding it? (laughs) I'm just riding it for now. Maybe I can try to see if I can maneuver it hmm. you've got it by the wings so. hmm. yeah we'll have to find out on your next okay. turn okay joe back to you as i'm about to launch another scintillate up into the air i'm like whoa skinny just got up on top of that one and i turn my attention to uh the one that nerd has just knocked backwards onto the ground onto the ground and i 
blast a scintillate over towards that one. And as the fire comes out of my fingertips for a 16. Awesome. And when it's on the ground, it takes double damage. And you send your scintillate directly into it, hitting it, burning its wings up. It's, it's giant murder hornet carapace is cooked and it dies. Oh, excellent. Nice shot. Thank you. Good job knocking him to the ground. What are we going to do about him? And I point to Scanning. So overpowered, that means it has to try to get out. It has to spend its turn getting out of it. Okay. So it being its turn, it's going to like fly down towards the bottom of the room and do a quick one of these maneuvers and scraping you across the floor. You have to describe that better for our listeners, Yes. Huh? Coming down and... Uh, do a barrel roll. Doing a barrel roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's trying to scrape you off its back leaving you as, like, a bunch of bones scattered across the ground as it does. As all my bones roll back together, I said, that was exciting. I was flying on that thing. You seemed like you had experience riding a bee. I don't. Well, but you must be a natural. <laughs> thank you. Are you trying to keep that thing as a pet, or can we shoot at it? Oh, we can shoot at it. Okay. I was just seeing if I could maneuver it myself, Good. but I, I could not. I'm going to knock another arrow and fire at this. Uh, this one as it takes off again. Okay. I missed. What'd you get? I got a four. It's the sure shot bow. It upgrades a failure to a tough choice and oh. catastrophic to a thingy. Uh, oh, a thingy. Uh, uh, success. Success, yeah. So that was a failure, so it would be a tough choice. Okay. Tough choice is you can stand your ground and fire and hit this thing, but you're going you're gonna to take some damage as it's flying right at you, or you can jump out of the way and dodge potentially catching on fire now that the room's on fire. No, I'm going to shoot this thing. Okay. I'm going to hit it for the four damage. Okay. So I'll do four against it. Is it careening into me, or is it actually Yeah, it's like... coming It's coming right at you, okay. like directly at you. I didn't know you. if it was coming stinger first or... No, it's going to come mandible first, and it's going to it's gonna bite you, like, in your fucking neck, doing two right. HP damage as it grabs you, and uh, it's going to knock you prone, too. Oh, that was not... And Skinny, now it's your turn. Oh, well, while it's attacking... Nerf... I'm going to stab down into it with my squiggly sword for 12. Nice. 12's a hit. And now there is a chicken attacking you. No, it's not a chicken yet. No. Oh. They don't turn into chickens immediately. I That's what, excited. death blows in 20s, I think? Yeah. yeah. I'm so confused by your new sword. Why isn't this thing a chicken now? I don't know. I was really hoping we could finish this and move on. Stab it again. Well, I'm going to light it on fire again. Be careful, inert. I'm underneath it. Okay, maybe not with the fire. <laughs> There's enough of that around here already. Nert, close your eyes. I'm going to shoot it with a bow. Four or three. It was like on the 19. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And like, boom, three. <laughs> Unmitigated failure. Um, what weapons do you have overall? A short sword and a bow. And a shepherd's staff. Okay. When you let this last arrow go, wildly, I may say, you realize that that's the last arrow that you had with you at all. Well, that was my last one, guys. <laughs> Just fire from now on. And holding onto your neck, it takes another giant bite out of you, uh, doing two HP damage as it rips a hunk of meat from your throat. Great. At least I didn't shoot you. <laughs> but it is your turn, Nert, so... I am going to weasel out my dagger and stab this thing in any joint where the soft tissue is, or if I can get to its face or its, like, probably the joints under its neck that connect the, the head to the okay. whatever it is, thorax. That's a five. You miss, 
and this thing grabs you with its fucking claws and takes back off into the sky. Take one more HP damage from that, and you are now aloft. And skinny. It's your turn. The wasp flew away? Mm-hmm. With, with me. With Nerd. Oh. Oh. Well, I would like to provoke this creature by saying or doing something rude. I don't know what wasps think are rude. To a wasp, there is nearly anything. I was, I was going to say there's a wasp corpse right there. You could... Yeah, you could go fuck with the dead wasp and try to stir up its little pheromones to uh, provoke the other one to come back. Okay. It does. As it's flying around, it catches the scent of these pheromones. And with Nert in hand, it's going to fly, but it's going to let him go as it nears the ground. Uh, you're going to take some bumps and bruises, but you, you're all right. Um, just some road rash. And now this thing is completely transfixed on you. I'm picturing it that it like it drops him on its way to attacking me. Yes, So exactly. I'd like to hold my sword out in hopes to like stab it in the head as it comes at me. Okay. It's a five. All right. It clambers into you, kind of knocking you backwards over its dead bee friend, pinning you into, into the wall, knocking some of your more loose bones kind of around. You're going to take two HP damage. Great. Joe, it is up to you. All right. Well, I'm going to launch a scintillate at it since that is what I have, and it's a nine. Tough choice. Okay. You can hit the bee and skinny, or you can set more of the room on fire, which now... hit the bee. Okay. That was a good call. <laughs> when something attacks you and it rolls a ten, you have a chance to counterattack? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you have to roll for that? Uh, no, I parry and take no damage. Okay, cool. It rolled a ten. Perfect. To continue to mash you. However, you're able to, like hold its mandibles apart and not receive any damage. And it's Nert's turn. I'm assuming I'm going to take part of my movement to stand the hell up after <laughs> being tossed a little bit. And uh, I'm going to take another crack at it with the Sure Shot Bow for an 11. Without the Sure Shot Bow, it's still I'm a success. for right in here. Right yeah. on. You let loose with an arrow and end up getting the killing shot. Skinny, you can see the, the fucking arrowhead come out through its mouth hole, and you watch the life drain from its hexagonal eyeballs as it drops limply in front of you. Whew, a lot of disturbing things are happening on this adventure. But thank you for killing that nasty bug. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to collapse back down into a pile and sit. <laughs> guys, I totally forgot I had this staff. Do you think I could have just waved this around and gotten those guys' attention and be like, follow me? <laughs> I scrambled on my Damn feet Job. and tackled Job to the ground. <laughs> I figured it only worked with livestock. I didn't even, I didn't even try. That buzzing sound creeped me out too much. I was, my skin was crawling. Well, in the next room, let's try to keep that in mind. Keep it in mind. Yeah. We are in a zoo. That would come in you handy. You took the words right out of my mouth, Job. We're in a zoo. <laughs> oh. Well, I sure am sorry that you took so much damage. Why don't you little Bo Peep the next room? And I just start walking to try and find the door. Okay. This one is not nearly as hard to find. As the other one, the floor doesn't move underneath you or anything. It does not open, though. It's going to need to be forced open like the other doors. Well, I still have my short sword, so I'm going to just try and wedge it in here. Okay. Is everybody going to wrench onto this door? I will yeah, help. Yeah, help. All right. Let's, let's see it. An eight. Six. Jesus. Eighteen. Okay. We'll say with your great effort and your other friend's mediocre <laughs> efforts... You guys score high enough combined to wrench this door open. And in front of you, the next room that you you can see is more like a hallway. It doesn't have any environmental features to it. 
It's just a long, curved hallway. Perhaps the elevator is somewhere in here. Hopefully. I'm hoping that it's very obvious what that is when we get to it, because I'm still kind of confused. Well, it's this levitating box thing. It's great. You're going to love it. Excellent. I'm keeping my eye out for an infirmary. I'm going to be out in front with my uh, splitting image doubles, you know, around me, walking with my my staff, (laughs) my coat of many colors. You look like a strange St. Patrick (laughs) with twins on either side of you. And just, you know, at a gradual pace, since my comrades are licking their wounds still, (laughs) make our way down the hallway. Okay. And as you guys go around as it's round, you are presented with one door in front of you. It's more of an opening. It has a small staircase, and in front of you is a large lit platform. Well, I've never seen one, but I have a feeling this might be an elevator. This is definitely an elevator. Let's hop in. All All right. right. And you guys climb on. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Oh, man. Excellent. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see you all next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Next time on Tales from the Crypt. And as the elevator settles into this room, it's eerily dark, and there's a purple and green mist that's rolling around the whole room. And it kind of assaults you guys as you guys pushed into it by the elevator. I'm going to launch a fiery arrow in an arc to see if I can illuminate anything. It does not illuminate like you would expect. You can see the arrow, but it doesn't seem to light up much else. Oh, that wasn't useful. Each of you have kind of the same feeling of disquieting anticipation as you wonder what is exactly up here. You see a face in the mist, and it shifts. And as you're looking, you see dozens of eyes, and you see a green mouth open with just rows after row of teeth. Tales from the Crypt podcast is recorded in the Wolfbeard Games Studio in upstate New York. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us, please subscribe on whichever platform you listen to. If you really like us, also leave us a review. It's very helpful. If you want to follow us more, you can find us on Instagram, at Tales from the Crypt podcast. We've enjoyed our time with you today, and we look forward to seeing you next time at Tales from the Crypt. say there's a wasp corpse right there you could just go over and duck on it a few times crouch (laughs) teabag it's dead friend